So, I, me and my best friend here, we, we have this, it's heart-wrenching, and it's, it's just a, it's an unspoken tragedy that's going on, and it's cough drops in the Middle East, and how it's affecting their economy. Fucking tragic. It's very tragic. Sad very shit. tragic. Uh, yesterday on NBC News, or what is it? CNBC or what? What is it? Yeah, whatever. What's Rachel the... Maddow's vagina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's where it lives currently, I believe. Pretty much, it's a dark place. It's uh, a dark place. You can't come back from that. Um, no. There's a lot of cobwebs. Get there. lost real easy, and it's just a terrible place to be. Nobody wants that. So this article that I read on CNBC News. Well, I was reading another article, and then it took me to another, right. because you like this kind of Netflix thing. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah, I got you. But this was WarPigSatanSavage.com. Well, these, and these are, these are incredible sources, dude. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so, the article read, Coming cough, yeah. cough drops in the Middle East and how they're affecting the economy. I read that. Just that headline alone, I, I immediately saw massive tears of just weird emotions. I was, I was mixed on it because I was really happy they had cough drops. Mm -hmm. But I was really mm -hmm. sad that it was ruining their economy. Well, why would it not? I mean, it's, really? it's completely saturated in ours. It's not even modern medicine anymore. Like, when did the cough drop even become a thing? Uh, actually, it became a thing. <laughs> In 1947, 1947, by Dr. Kudrop. Kudrop, okay. Was he a relative of Harriet Tubman? I think he had ancestry there. Yeah, but, but he was white. Yeah, he was super white. Okay. Like, so be, there is definitely a correlation there. Yeah, there there has to be for sure. For sure. Yeah, but. He also invented Marlboro Lights. Marlboro Lights? For yeah. real? Yeah. Like, I guess in the 1970s... So he practically invented menthol cigarettes. Yeah, inadvertently, yeah. yeah. With the cough drop and the Marlboro Lights. Yeah. Which superseded Marlboro Reds, sure. believe it or not. Yeah, it did. Because people were like, hey, we need more cancer. In our lungs now, without a doubt. Yeah, and, and I remember the ads. The, the jingle went: If you like cough drops, suck on me. If you like cigarettes, we can be together now. We are one. Marlboro Menthol. If I'm not mistaken, that's the very song that inspired Nickelback to exist. Yeah, because yeah, they, right. in their own way, you know, as Cigarettes are cancer to lungs. Nickelback is also cancer to ears. It is. You know, it's not just an earworm. So, you know, really we should admire Nickelback for bringing awareness to ear cancer. Yeah. So and that's just a little side <clears throat> note in the Middle East dire problem, which we all, you know, we all, you know, our hearts are crying out. I mean, me and you know about this. No one else does. No. Nobody's I mean, talking about it. We're not talking about it on CNN or Fox News 
or even, you know, deep inside of Rachel Maddow's vagina, which is where no man has ever been, it's just only lesbian tongues. And sometimes they get lost in that fucking pube bush, which nobody wants to get lost in that, because God knows what the fuck's down there. I mean, can you imagine the bush babies coming from there? Oh, oh, dude, all I, all I know is that, that fleas and ticks are the only thing that are sucking anything down there. Don't forget the leeches. The leeches, oh my god. Which, which is it's a direct metaphor for, you know, it's it's those people on welfare that are, you know, just tailgating their own funeral, dancing around on their old proverbial graves. I mean, I, I saw I saw two people, just a man and a woman, and they were walking around this field. This field happened to be a cemetery, mind you, oh, man. a cemetery, and. Not an asymmetrical place. Yeah, not an asymmetry cemetery. Yeah, asymmetrical uh, cemetery. Right. It's 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 a place where people go when they die, and you bury their bodies, so that people can feel better when they're gone. Of course. Sad. But I don't want to act like our viewers or anybody listening is is ignorant to this. Sometimes when you die, shit leaves the body. It absolutely does. It's called. Uh, it's called shit. Well, it's called shit, but the, the scientific term is uh, excimus uh, maximus. Excimus maximus uh, excrepulation. And then they go into rigor mortis. Yeah. And that's Nobody when that's when the dick gets hard and and people play with it. Yeah, well, that's why they had to extend the size of the coffins. Yeah, because they went Dicker Mortis. Or whatever. I remember that. Yeah, it was actually a guy named Richard Mortis. Yeah, Richard Mortis the third. Dick Moore. Yeah, Dick sure. Moore. Yeah, we can yeah, call Dick him that. Moore. So you know that's how that you know name Richard and Dick became because he had a massive erection. They had to cut a special hole mm-hmm. out for that. So it was kind of like a flower blossoming. But when the bees came to pollinate it, they were like, oh shit, this isn't a fucking flower. It's a dick. Yeah. And it's not even just a dick, it's a dead dick. And that's that's when it's just, it's, a, it's a flat it's a fucking dead hard dick. And see and see that's Which, that's two things there that happen. A, people believe that people put holes in coffins no. for breathing in case they were buried alive. No, no, it's false. It's actually for the dick. For yeah, of hard. course. But second thing on that is that uh, when those bees were pollinating on bees. that dick, it, it crossbred with the sperm that had, it, at this point, evaporated. No, it crystallized, but then evaporated. Some of it did, but, you know, the things that got stuck in the, in the shaft. Yeah, yeah. It that's crystallized. And, and scientifically, when you put something in the microwave, yeah, you're not actually getting cancer. You're getting, you're getting things that uh, move water or... The liquids inside it they oxidize, mm-hmm. or or more more layman's terms, they move real fast, and friction causes them to heat right. up the, the electrons okay. back and forth. So let's reverse that effect, and now we have these crystallized semen. Mm-hmm. They have yes. been so cold and hard that they have vibrated to get out, that they poofed out and going around and, fucking and everywhere. Blast. And smoke. Leads us back to fucking cock drop. Yeah. 
So that's what they've harvested. But, 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 but see, what, the honey they talk about in those cough drops. It's not honey. Yeah. No, no, this is, this is where it gets real. It's not honey. It's pollinated from the bees that came from that. So there's yeah. a new species of bees, not new, it's an old species, been around for a long time, but they're called cock bees. Of course. Uh, Bert's Bees uses those, as a mm-hmm. matter of fact. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure, yeah. As a, you know, unknown fact, and a lot of people don't know. It's, it's certified organic, though, so don't... Certified orga- is don't organic. worry about it, yeah, of course. Yeah, so if you read the fine print, people get your reading glasses if you need them, or uh, maybe read labels closely, that mm-hmm. the last ingredient in Bert's Bees is cockalapsed. Really? Yeah, it's elapsed cock base honey from the bees, the cock bees. So what do you think about that, America? Hmm. Mind has been blown. If I'm not mistaken, that same thing is what created Jurassic Park. It is. It is. Actually, they harvested the crystallized what was, was the term again? Um, yeah, the crystallized semen from the cock. Yeah. And they took a, a mosquito from the semen mm-hmm. and created the first dinosaur that yeah. was, was for millions of years. Yeah, they took that and then they took it to the United States Justice Department. Mm-hmm. Which was in uh, what? At know? that point, I think it was in Ecuador? Yeah. Because the United States was along well before Christopher Columbus came. Yeah, that's that's what people don't get. Christopher Columbus might have thought that he had discovered the United States, but actually the United States discovered him. Some deep shit. I mean, listen, you have been lawyered, people. Lawyered. Hear that again. One more time for you who aren't listening. Listen. Back to our point. Yeah, of course. Um, to, so to surmise, <clears throat> we're back to cough drops. So what? Of course. What's going on in the Middle East right now is there's a lot of East and there's a lot of Middle out there, and to them, they are the Midwest and we're the Middle East. It's so sad. It's so backass words. I mean, if 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 you could just put down. One word for the Middle East. Bass word. You would say that? Because I, I, I think I, I think I, I I'm going to coin this term right now to surmise the Middle East. Backgammon. Really, that's kind of accurate because who the fuck knows what backgammon actually is? I know. Is it real? Do you? So everybody knows. <clears throat> Well, everybody's heard of backgammon. When you hear backgammon, they're like, okay, yeah, I know what that is. But have, has anybody actually ever played backgammon? And if they have... So how do you know if it's real? Exactly. And if they have played it, who has lived to tell the tale? Exactly. So you I've all never... know it. You've all heard it. But can you remember actually playing it? Mm-hmm. So that... That alone right itself. there is proof. Proof. Lawyer. Lawyered. So, there was a little weird there at the end. 
Yeah. So, but the main thing about the economy that's going on in the Middle East right now is a famine is happening. Mm-hmm. You know, they children are starving. People are dying left and right to get in to Canada. It's it's crazy. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand either because Canada is so far away from the Middle East. I, it is. Like, how do you even get on a boat or a plane from there? Like a plane, I obviously understand, but Canada is practically de facto United States. And if Donald Trump is saying you can't travel here from the Middle East, how the fuck are you going to get into Canada from an airplane? And by that logic alone, that's that's just that's how Burt's Bees took the cockpits. Well, they made them something. Yeah, it's Donald Trump. It's I don't think it's Donald Trump. I think it's I think it has a little bit to do with the aliens, man. Talking about the illegals? No, no, the actual ones that have visited this planet. Because technically, most America is illegal aliens. Well, see, here's the thing: people don't know this, but we call them illegal aliens because all alien sites are in Mexico. All of them. Dude, remember the movie slash documentary signs from the, you know famous M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. That documentary was amazing. Oh, dude, that was so groundbreaking. How they got the cameras everywhere, Yeah, and how they got Mel Gibson's actual family, which I never knew he was a priest to I begin didn't with. my mind. Like, first off, if Mel Gibson is listening right now, I honestly think that his daughter has a fucking autoimmune disease because she doesn't like water. Yeah. And this, they, you know, well, who doesn't I, like water? I heard. She might be an alien because the aliens didn't like water in that situation. Well, let's see. Here's here's what I heard. I heard from a very credible source, yeah, yeah. Amazonian one 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 dot dot com. Mm-hmm. That yeah, everybody knows this. Yeah, she uh, she has never had water in her life. The, the chief editor, if I'm not mistaken, from that site is Charlie Sheen. Yeah, yeah. yeah so the, the Pulitzer Prize winner. Yeah. Charlie Sheen. Yeah, not not the Charles Sheen you're used to. No, the Tiger Blood type Charlie Sheen. Right. I, I just don't want to confuse anybody. The Charles Sheen that wrote the book, if well, there was and ever was before, great. No, if I have to, you know, specify the Char- Charlie Sheen we're talking about, we're talking about the Charlie Sheen who perfected the study on cocaine studies. Yeah, yeah two and a half. Yeah, who two actually and a half transfused... Lines. His blood with an actual fucking Siberian tiger. Yeah. The most trusted man on earth who should be our president. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't understand. I'm pretty sure. Okay. As long as we're all on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was... I think he was locked up in... In... Was it Uganda? No. No, no, no. He was locked up in a bunker from World War II... Actually, underneath Loch Ness. Oh, like yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. I, I remember this. Yeah, his his actual lover during that time, which is rumored on E, you know, E Network. Yeah, um, was the Loch Ness monster. Yeah, 
Oh, dude. Which actually was a man who just identified as Loch Ness, Loch Ness Monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, but, you know, we're, we live in a society now, which I agree with. You, you can be whatever hell you want. If, yeah, you, yeah. if you want to be the Loch Ness Monster, who the hell can tell you otherwise? Right. You know? And there are no... There's not just a couple genders or a couple different species that well, you're addicted, you know, by your chromosomes or your DNA. Oh, hold on. I'm looking up right now. Yeah. Uh... Interesting stuff, people. It's it's saying here from uh, Politifacts that mm -hmm. uh, his name was Nasad Nasad de facto, and he's from Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, and he identifies as Nessie. So maybe, yeah, that is. Is he Facebook verified though? Let's see. Hold on. Let me try to find his page here. And looks looks like he's got he's got the five finger family Ooh. videos all over. There's a Batman one. There's That's a Spider-Man. That's one. him. I've seen that Spider-Man yeah. one. Yeah. It, it, it's a fucking revelation. Here I am. Here I am. Where are you? Yeah. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Where are you? Mm -hmm. Here I am, here I am, eat your tofu. Yeah, yeah that's the it. famous yep. uh, children, you know, novel. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Oh, my God. Which was Just, fucking, it shaped my childhood. Dude, I don't know about yours. No, listen, here, here's what shaped my childhood. It was, oh, it was, I'm getting kind of emotional right now. No, I think I know what you're talking about with the hand gestures you just made because it's famous because they had a big deaf audience. Yeah, they did. And, and I was deaf for seven years of my life. It was terrible. It was, it, it, what I couldn't hear it, but... Well, you were so lovely, though. You had a light to you did. that other people couldn't, couldn't see. They couldn't. I couldn't even tell them. I couldn't even hear myself telling them. You were them. deaf, but they were blind to your mm -hmm. suffering, but also your joy that you, that you showed everybody. I did that. I only did that because I wanted everyone else to know the truth. And that's, that's why I started Doncast. Of course. I based it off Don Quixote. Mm -hmm. It's a famous story where this donkey just is was, deaf. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it was famously portrayed by Sarah Jessica Parker. She, she had no makeup either she, because her face was already dispositioned that way. She had a really great adaptation on Broadway. And it's just... I don't know, she didn't capture the feeling. She couldn't. She wasn't there. She didn't know. She I was looked she had the look. She tried. She captured it. She did. Aesthetically, she was perfect for it. Of course. She always will be. God's gift. But let me, let me get back from the emotional side of things. But <sighs> it's all right. Yeah, we can move on from there. We will move on, and and life will go on. Because I've seen it. Love beholds it. But in, in juxtaposition of that, have you seen 
the new macaroni and cheese ad from Kraft. Yeah, it was with the kid that they recast of Doogie Howser. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. It's touching. It's, uh, it's very progressive, and it's, and it's amazing. It is. It's, it, yeah. For those who don't know, it's this little Samoan boy who is dressed like a Samoan girl. Which we don't, you know, we, we don't condone any genders here. Well, we can't. Because no, because there are no such thing. There, there is no such thing. There's no such thing as... Sex identifies you as a pack of cigarettes, but of gender course. defines you. Yeah, we all agree on that. Of course we do. But gender defines you as the light inside you. Mm-hmm. And you can light that fire whenever you want. They can be blue, pink, purple, turquoise. I, speaking whatever. of that, actually, mm-hmm. I was coming back from Manhattan, and and I I left. We flew out of LaGuardia. Mm-hmm. Now, oh my God, that Somebody that car ride was. It was just weird. Anyways, we, get, we get through LaGuardia. We, we end up flying into North Carolina at uh, I forget the airbase or the, the airplane airport. But the uh, when I got off, I saw someone dressed like an Oompa and there was a Willy Wonka like sale going on, mm-hmm. like in, in promoting candies. Mm. As I further approach. There is this kid. I thought it was a kid. I didn't realize it was a midget. And it's, please correct me if I'm wrong, but they used to be midgets and other little people. Yeah, and little person. I could be ignorant know. there. I don't think you're in unsensitive for that. We're not sure. It was just a small person. A very small yeah. person. Very small person with uh, blue, a blue hue mm-hmm. to uh, his, his melon milk. Yeah. Melon, melanin? That's how you pronounce it? Melaninous. Because they're kind of shaped like a melon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. They're melanonin, that's what yeah, it is. Yeah, they're proud of them. Yeah, well, see... And I, I know a midget very well. See, but it might be a child, I'm not sure. But I address this person as a midget, even though my sister gave birth to this person three years ago. Yeah. So it might be a three-year-old, it might be a fully adult person. Could be. But, you know, who am I to tell that person what if they're they, an adult or if they're a three-year-old? So, like, just happened, you know, the other day, I took my, my you know, my Glock out of the safe. Mm-hmm. And this little person, who could be adult because it, it said, hey, I'm an adult. My name is Stefan. You know, she was, or he, Stefan was born as Jennifer. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so, Stefan... Asked me to hold, hold hold the gun, so I was like, "Okay, you're you're an adult. You, you you're telling me you're an adult, so I trust you with it. You know. So I who do. am I to who am I to tell Stefan that? Exactly. Of course. So, so so I walked up and I was going to get some food out of the Popeyes mm-hmm. right there in the terminal. Solid move. Popeyes is always great. Oh man, Louisiana style, mm. Cajun fresh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we all know that. We love those biscuits. Yeah, those biscuits. Well, those biscuits are fantastic. Those sweet buttered biscuits. Oh, so I'm in line, and and I see this blue hued person, and then he goes on to talk, and and he's he's taking off this like this beanie, and it's it's kind of red. 
I'm I'm kind of colorblind to red and yeah. blue and, and green and all the primary colors. So, <laughs> you know, I only see gray, not black and white. Yeah, you don't see color. I don't see color. But from what I'm told, that was a Smurf, a real life Smurf, and he's been he has integrated himself in society when he was a young black kid. Mm -hmm. If I'm not mistaken, that's the role that Steve Martin played in The Jerk. It was, I think, I think I really met the inspiration for The Jerk. Hmm? What a great movie. Is historically accurate. It, it really is. It, if there's ever a documentary to recount what that time period was, mm -hmm. I think I think there's two movies that, that really encapsulate that. Sixteen Candles is one. That was a little bit down the road. Okay. But but it's a product of what I'm what I'm getting at. Okay, I gotcha. Uh, it was The Jerk, and it was Animal House. Ooh. The two historically, I mean, to this day, the History Channel raves about it. And and I'm not even I'm not even talking like they rave about it because it's bad. It's they're not torn on it. Mm -hmm. It is genuinely part of history. Of course, it's it's like it's like whenever uh, the city of Alexandria back in the, in the time of uh, Alexander the Great. Yes, yes. Yeah. There there was the greatest library ever built, and guess who burned it down by accident. Ooh. Julius Caesar. Really? Legit. The Julius Caesar. Yeah, this is a, this is no joke. Correct. The guy who created the Caesar salad. Yes, that guy. Wow. Not only that, he created Caesar's Palace. Really? In Las Vegas? Yeah. No shit. Yeah, what do you think it's called? Caesar's Palace, Caesar's Salad. I just thought he lived there. He did for a little no, bit. He, died. he actually had a penthouse. Really? And uh he left because there's probably too many bitches and hoes. No, no, no. It was it was like a uh, an escrow kind of thing where mm. he was there and they weren't sure of his character, so they kept checking on him. And then his kids kept leaving yeah, the hotel. Kids, and then one of those kids ended up being oh, uh, he played in uh 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 what's that movie where where uh. Where they film his whole life. Oh, uh, Dudley Do Right. That no, that's that's that that's one of his cousins. Okay. Uh, this was called the Truman Sh Jim Carrey. That's that's Jim who it was. Carrey. Yeah, Jim Carrey. Okay. So Jim Carrey is a direct descendant of Julius Caesar. Like, I can see that. Descendant. He, I can't he, even say that because that's actually biological born. He portrayed son. that perfectly yeah. in the number twenty-three. Mm-hmm. Because he actually portrayed three of his incest-bred cousins. Yeah, he did. In that. Yeah. It's crazy. Which, yeah, which gave birth to the idea that was Ron Reagan. Yes. Which was just even crazier because that happened before his time. It did. And see, and what, pe what most people don't know is that ergonomics was created that, that exactly. same thing. Exactly. Listen. Listen to this, guys. Ergonomics. The study of knowing 
how to properly pick up something. Mm-hmm. And time shifts. Mm-hmm. They abide by ergonomics. Ergonomics, yep. So Ronald Reagan was the incest bred product of ergonomics. Of ergonomics. It's crazy because Aragorn from the Lord of the Rings, he got his name from ergonomics. And ergonomics, people, is still around this day. I don't think you know that, but it it since its birth. I think it's infinite. It is. I mean, it's literally string theory on crack. Exactly. I don't know. Science hasn't completely proven it yet, but we're getting there. Speaking of science, didn't you hear the other day? They found out why eyelashes stay on eyelids. It's it's semen, right? No, no, no. That was the belief before. We just recently found out because of peanut butter. Peanut butter? If you eat a lot of peanut butter, your eyelashes stay on your eyelids. Well, what if you have dogs? Are you just fucked? Yeah. You you have to be because you you really (laughs) only feed peanut butter to dogs to keep them from japping their jaws all day. And also, to dispute the fact that dogs like licking peanut butter off genitalia, they don't. They just like genitalia. Okay, let's stop that. <laughs>